0: Hello, welcome to Sintin' on the Dock of the Bay, the QPR podcast with more hoops than spaghetti. My name's Chris Charles, I'm a former BBC sport journalist and long-suffering QPR fan. Alongside me are three of my fellow R's, and sitting right next to me is David Fraser. Hi David. Hi Chris. Tell us a bit about yourself. Yeah,
1: I, I work in PR and that's about all there is to me pretty much. I do sit in the upper loft. I have been going to QPR for rather a long time, since I was about six years old, um, that's me. I'll bring you now to Chris Mendes. Uh, Chris, I believe you, you work on Talksport,
2: don't you? In fact, yep. I know you work on Talksport. Yes, I work for talksport.co.uk. I've um, been going to QPR for about 15, 16 years. Obviously, really, really excited about being back in the Premier League, but at the same time, more of me is absolutely gutted that the guys in charge of us don't share their excitement. And if they did, then they'd spend some money.
0: And last, uh, by no means least, is Paul Finney. Paul.
3: Hello, uh, my name's Paul Finney. I'm uh, a, a QPR fan from Northern Ireland um, who moved to England and I've been a season ticket holder for way too long. I think about back to Huddersfield, our, our lowest ebb ever, and, you know, that was horrible. It was Val. It was disgusting. And... I thought back to that against the Leeds game and the Watford game and I loved it because I never thought we'd get back again. We have got back again and I just think it's a real shame that our owners and backers will not do what they should do and just give Neil one of the, the, the war chest he needs to give us back our credibility, our pride and our passion.
0: Personally for me, um, <laughs> it's the first season my little girl's going to have her season ticket at QPR. She's timed it very nicely to coincide with the Premier League. She's absolutely nuts about QPR and last season... All she saw was us winning. I took her to four games and every game we won. In fact, no, we won, we drew against Burnley. And she's absolutely mad for QPR now. And I'm just disappointed that, you know, our owners haven't backed our promotion with cash
1: and with some decent players. I would like this not to be too depressing and I would like to not be too downbeat about it. It's quite difficult to not do that. I'll tell you what, I'm not going to say what I think everyone else is going to say. I'm going to say... My main gripe from the summer: Why the hell have we done a preseason tour of Cornwall? Chelsea play against Malaysia national team to get the right standard. Man United play against MLS All Stars. Man City play against LA Galaxy. We play against Bodmin Town against delivery men, milkmen, van drivers. Who there's nothing wrong with, but I don't nothing want to play I've football this. against
0: well, them. At least there's no danger of jet lag, though. That's <laughs> true. <one positive. laughs> true. So, Chris, I believe you. Uh, you had a chat with. Former Rangers player and talk sport breakfast host, Alan Brazil, earlier this week about QPR. So, uh, what did he have to say? Yeah, uh,
2: let's have a listen. What have you made of their transfers so far? They've had two free transfers, Bothwood and Dyer.
4: Yeah, with well, the greatest respect, uh, you know... Good luck to Kieran because he's had terrible injury problems. Both are fine. But, you know, are they going to compete against the likes of Arsenal, Chelsea, Manchester United, Atloftis Road? Because QPR are going to struggle on their way. away. There's no doubt about it. On the road, they're going to struggle. They're going to get behind the ball and try and frustrate. But they've got to win games at home. And have they got the players? Have they brought in the cutting edge? Have they brought in the flair to win these games? I, I don't think they have. It's going to be very tough.
0: The thing with Dyer is, uh, it was quite poignant for me that the, the day we announced this signing was the day that News International announced that the news of the world was closing. And to uh, paraphrase uh, former Labour MP, I think it was a good day to bury bad news. Yeah, I think you're right.
2: I think Dyer could be a great signing. Actually... Dyer could be okay. Based on what? When he's fit. When he's, when he's playing, if he gets a run of games, his attitude, I've heard that his attitude is, is mm-hmm. a lot better now. He's not on a massive wage he was at West Ham, but Neil Warnock is, has got a great record for getting the best out of players. Warnock thinks he's going to be like that woman
1: that can, etern- can always change that man. You know, he's been a bit of an arsehole before I started going out with him, but I know I can change him, and that's what Warnock thinks of with Dyer. <laughs> yeah, Warnock thinks I can. I can sort Dyer out. I can that's... make sure he has twenty five games. I can make sure he contributes.
0: Well, the only woman I associate with Warnock is Mrs. Doubtfire because that's what Ian Holloway uh, said. That's <laughs> yeah. what Ian Holloway said he looked like. But uh, yeah, I take your point.
3: But then again, saying that, if you're going to look at, okay, let, let, let's look at it this way. Warnock's ticked us up. We trusted last season. We looked at the transfers. We were a bit kind of, ooh, I don't know about that. About that but he was,
2: he, he was proven right because he, he brought to the club fullbacks, which we didn't have before we had centre-house player fullbacks. Clint Hill was one of them who was supposed to be knackered, injury-prone he he played most of the games last year exactly, Sean Derry was someone that everyone thought was a bit kind of
1: but with the greatest respect to Clint Hill and Bradley Orr and Corks if they've got Chikorito f- bearing down on them what are they going to do? if
0: anyone's got Wayne Rooney and the like bearing down on them you, uh, you're not going to stand much of a chance and let's face it we're, we we are QPR we love our club but we're not a massive club in terms of, uh, you know, attracting decent players to the club, so. Then that goes
3: back to the other option of, what does the board do? Do they pack the stadium with fans that can afford to get in there to create an atmosphere that, like, I mean, we're all the all Well, they right. haven't done that. All all them, and they clearly yeah, haven't sold enough yeah, to get but they all match season. a few years ago, right? Yeah. Who won the game, the 11 players on the pitch, or the 11 players plus the fans? Yeah, well, that, well of course, that was, well, I mean, that was, the, you know, So arguably, you lock them out then, and then you say, right, we're going to attack the Premier yeah, League.
0: But, uh, yeah, but they weren't there against Oldham. They, they, they don't know the history of the club. Some cities might say they're in it just to make a
2: few bucks. You just... mentioned Casper's Gawks, What's he going to do when Wayne Rooney's bearing down on him? You remember last season, Black... Blackpool tune up yeah. again. Blackpool tuning up at home to Man United. But they had someone at centre back that day called Ian Ever who who couldn't make the grade for QPR in the championship. True. But Casper's Kas- Gork did. Blackpool, Blackpool went down, Chris. They did yeah, go down. Yeah, they Blackpool did go down. That's down. The I, only I, but not with our side. I I personally think that our squad now is stronger than Blackpool's last season. You
3: think? Yeah. Yes, I, think I,
2: I agree, but only everyone forgets how Blackpool should never have been in the Premier League.
1: They finished 6th. They finished more than twenty points off. Yeah, but, third you place. Can't say that but they went, went into, into the
2: limited. last game of the season with a chance of staying up. But I think
0: that's because they were, because there was so little pressure on their shoulders, because they were all expected to go down with the lowest points total ever. They played with the sort of freedom that anybody else. Yeah. QPR, there is pressure on us to, to, to go to the Premier League and stay there. Alan Brazil, Chris, you obviously. I wouldn't say QPR legend, but he had a few interesting things to say on the state of the club.
4: Uh, QPR, I'd love them to do well, but I really I can't see it. Uh, I'm really frustrated because it was one of my ex-clubs. Uh, Neil Warnock I know very well. I thought he's done a fantastic job bringing them back. But all of a sudden, it's, it's negatives coming out of Loftus Road. Prices have gone up. I accept that because it's the premiership they're playing in. Burnley and Flavio, for me, I've, I've been trying to almost push Neil Warnock out the door, and I think that's wrong. Uh, Ranieri's been mentioned, other European coaches have been mentioned. Well, I'm sorry. I think the guys, well done to Bernie, well done to Flavio for taking the club on. But when it comes to big decisions, stick to Formula One.
2: The big thing that frustrates QPR fans is that actually, Laxey Mattel and his son in law environment, who, Batia, who actually have more passion for the club, he's the richest guy in Britain.
0: How many football clubs would tell the third richest man in the world to go away? People might say, well, how much money have the Mattels actually put into the club? Uh, but other people are suggesting that the money that's been put up so far for transfers and the like is actually all down to Eccleston specifically.
2: I think an interesting thing as well, when we got promoted on the pitch at Leeds, Mittal was on the pitch, Batty was on the pitch. They have that kind of connection with the fans that Briatore and Eccleston don't have.
1: Well, I mean, look, we're here a few months on after, we're actually recording this the day we've signed a player called Danny Gabadon. We haven't even signed him from a club. He's so talented, he's unattached. Um, He played with West Ham last season, Correct me if I'm wrong, but they got relegated from the Premier League and they decided not to renew his contract. So this sort of big summer signing that's been unveiled by the club is not exactly ringing my bells and giving me too much confidence They're all the unattached though,
3: to be fair. Each player we're saying has been unattached.
0: Well, it's, it's fair to say in the last 10 minutes or so, there's been a few negative things spoken about QPR and it's also fair to say we haven't had the big name summer signings we were hoping for, but... Every cloud has a silver lining, so let's have some positive thoughts from you boys. David?
1: My positive is it's been so awful over the summer. We haven't signed enough good players. We're not the only ones that think that. The players think, don't know what's going on. Warnock thinks, don't know what's going on. I hope this will build a siege mentality. They'll come out fighting. They'll think the world's against us. We'll stuff you, everyone else. Let's go out and surprise them.
2: Chris? I echo those views, and my prediction for the season is that if Warnock is our manager on the last day of the season, we will still be a Premier League team season after.
0: Mr Finney,
3: as in the words of John Cleese and Clockwise, it's not the despair
0: that kills you, it's the hope. <laughs> so that was your positive, was it? OK, <laughs> thanks for that. OK, well, my positive is that my little girl is going to see QPR win a few games in the Premier League if I take her at home to Blackburn, at home to Wigan and at home to Swansea. And she's got ballet the day that we play <laughs> Chelsea, Man <laughs> yeah, United and Exactly.
3: Arsenal. And as long as we can not lose to that Char from south-west London and we can actually do it. Which, which some, one? Um, well, Chelsea. There, there only is one. Fulham, I don't know really, who cares about Fulham. But the thing is, as, you know, back the manager, back the team. And you know what? If we spend 100000000 million, we'll probably get relegated. But knowing QPR, being QPR, I think we'll
0: probably just defy the odds and stay up. Right. Thanks very much, guys. Uh, it's been great to talk to you, and we'll speak to you all very soon.